Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. hope we get in a full show i'm telling you what the power of the jinx is scary nah, i'm not even kidding it, it's literally scary i've seen it time and time again you know bruce hurst mvp 1986 world series and the ball goes through buckner's legs uh dennis eckersley has not given up a home run blah 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 next pitch kurt gibson <clears throat> they always say, oh, it's the broadcaster's jinx. Jinx are real living, breathing entities. They can go down to the bank and cash a check. They can mow your lawn. They are real. And two weeks ago, I was watching the Raiders, and I was saying, oh, that Aguilar is so good. The next three passes, he dropped. And on Sunday, he caught a really nice touchdown pass on his shoulders because I didn't say anything. Well, yesterday, I opened my big trap. We had a little bit of audio problems on uh, my end to begin the show, and I said, you know what, knock on wood, we really haven't had many problems. You can count them on one hand. I've been doing this since March. I mean, I could lose my Wi-Fi. My whole power could go out of my house, and there would we be. And about a half hour later, power went out of my house. There was a fire down the street, and it hit the transformer, and they still had the Arlington blocked off all the way till midnight last night while they were working on whatever. Hope everybody's okay. But did I start that fire by saying my power could go out? Maybe I did. And I apologize. That's how strong jinxes are. So anyway, let's see if we can get through three hours here. Salesporttalk.com coming up here in the first hour with Karen Lyle and a guest. And Derek Fisher, controversial Derek Fisher, WNBA coach, got five rings uh, as well. Uh, he's going to be on. But other than that, open lines, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Big shout-out to our troops, listening both home and abroad. You're doing a great job on AFN as well. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Andy. 
If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy! Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show, and um, it's great to have you with us, and if you didn't know, on Tuesdays in the first hour, we do a segment or two with Karen Lyle, who will co-host with me, salesporttalk.com is the website, we have a couple segments of that coming up after this one. Lines are available at 1-800-878-PLAY, but uh, happy news uh, in the Sports Byline family today, because one of our own uh, just got a really plum job 
Major League Baseball <clears throat> for a team that has a fantastic uh, over 100-year tradition and uh, also has nowhere to go but up, and that is the Pittsburgh Pirates. They have uh, named our good buddy, John Baker, as their director of coaching and player development. That is a massive job, which basically is going to be uh, running the minor leagues, is what that basically means. He's going to be in charge of all the minor league coaches, and he's going to be in charge of developing all the minor league players, which means he's going to probably be uh, hiring people and uh, delegating power. But uh, John Baker, <clears throat> if you're not familiar, uh, like myself, a native of Contra Costa County, like myself, went to a all-boy Catholic school in Contra Costa County. He went to Cal where he led the Pac-10 in hitting. He was a fourth-round pick, third-round third round pick of the Oakland A's, part of that Moneyball draft. Uh, ended up playing in the big leagues for the Marlins where he was their everyday catcher for a good season. Played for <clears throat> a lot of great managers. Um, also played in the big leagues for the San Diego Padres and uh, the Chicago Cubs where he still um, holds the, uh, well, I don't know if it's a record, he just holds the uh, prize of being the winning pitcher in the longest game in the history of that stadium, which is also over 100 years old. That was um, the last year of Rick Renteria before Joe Madden came in. And uh, they got to whatever it was, the 16th inning, and it was like 1.30 in the morning in <laughs> Chicago. And Baker was the <clears throat> backup catcher, and he went in and he towed the, uh, towed the slab and uh, not only got the win, he got a guy to pop up, he walked a guy, and then he got a guy to him do it a double play, so he faced the minimum. And then uh, in the bottom half, he walked, they bunted him over, and then I think it was a young kid by the name of Javi Baez who singled him home. They actually made a bobblehead. Baker at home plate doing his, you know, he's a lefty doing the left-handed uh, fist pump. Uh, <clears throat> should say lefty batter, righty thrower, obviously, if he was a catcher. But anyway, um, after, before all that, when he was um, still property, uh, property of the Marlins, believe it or not, he was uh, rehabbing Tommy John surgery. And um, being a local guy from the Walnut Creek area, he um, came in and he decided that he was going to sit in and do some shows with me. And we really hit it off, both on and, and off the air. He's a good buddy. And uh, just, I remember doing a show with him, <clears throat> and he said that with his time uh, with the Cubs, this was years later, but his time with the Cubs, that uh, he... Um, he had come back as well. In fact, he hosted a few shows by himself when I was on vacation. But he came back and he said, Theo Epstein um, was wondering if I <clears throat> would be interested in working for the Cubs. And I was like, whoa, that'd be so cool. He moved to Chicago. He's like, oh, yeah. And we were actually in a segment. And his eyes got real big because his phone was on silent. But he pointed it at me. And it said on his phone, Theo Epstein. It was ringing now, if I was him, I would have run out of the studio <laughs> and answered it, but he was 
good broadcaster. He sat there and let it ring. And then during the break, he went out. And that was actually when Theo Epstein offered him a job to come in as his special assistant. And I know I'm going on and on about Bake, but he deserves it. Special assistant, just because Theo knew what a quality guy he was. And, and Bake's kind of a weird cat. You know, he went to Cal and he's very introspective and he, he is just fascinated with martial arts and combat sports. He's fascinated with all this crap I couldn't care less about, like jujitsu and karate. But, you know, he's very zen like that. And, um, <clears throat> You know, married Megan, had a couple daughters, and um, moved to Chicago and um, was doing a great job with them. And then over the years, he's come back and been on my show. I was, you know, um, about nine years at 95.7 The Game, and I would have Bake on a couple times a year. And and I'd always get compliments after those interviews, and it wasn't because of me. It was because of him, because he just is such a cerebral guy. And he's the ultimate interview, too, because not only does he give you a smart answer, he will give you a nice long answer. Believe me, if you host a show like this, you don't want yes or no answers. We want to hand you the ball and let you carry it. I'd like to put the headset down and take a walk and come back, and you're still making a great point. That would be nice. Um, so, <clears throat> uh, rising up through the Cubs minor leagues uh, or front office, he became mental skills coach, which is very much a new millennium type of job. Can tell you that Ty Cobb did not have a mental skills coach, but it's because <clears throat> he studied this stuff so much, and he's always a work in progress himself. Like he would never tell you that he has all the answers. But um, the Pirates with Ben Sherrington, uh, who of course had come over from his time with uh, the Red Sox, <clears throat> uh, that. Um, they announced today that they've hired John Baker as new director of coaching and player development. Sherrington said, we are excited to add John to our baseball ops leadership team. John's experience as a player, his training and experience as a mental skills coach for a highly successful franchise, and his continued learning in the areas of skill acquisition and human performance give him valuable perspective on the entire player improvement and performance process John will work closely with our minor league staff and players to lead our player development program. <clears throat> and John's 39. This is a great job to be named before you're 40. Um, but I remember when um, you know, it looked like his career was over. He was with the Dodgers briefly. He was playing for the El Paso Chihuahuas. And then they, he went to the Mariners, and he was up in AAA at Tacoma. And so he was hanging on. Uh, in the, uh, the Mariners organization, and then finally he's like, yeah, I retired. So I said, would you, you know, be a bench coach? Would you? He's like, hell yes. <laughs> this is before he got hired by Epstein. And so what this means now is John Baker is on track to either become a GM or a field manager. And I think this this is more GM now, now that he's a player development guy. Had he, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's not out of the realm, the way they pick guys now to be managers, that somebody could say, wow, this guy should be the next manager of the Bucks. It's perfectly, it's perfectly um, plausible, being that he's going to run their coaching department, but he's not going to be an on-field manager. So I doubt that that would be the guy, but if you talk about bringing him in and up, I would probably think <clears throat> the next thing for him 
would be maybe in two, three years to run the pro personnel and then maybe two or three years after that be an assistant GM. And then maybe by the time he's like 45, he could be a GM. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for him. This is great. And as I said, the Bucks have a great stadium and a great tradition, um, but uh, they are horrible and they need all, they need all, the, uh, all the help they can get. And yeah, Dom's right. I think Kapler, Gabe Kapler of the Giants was involved in a similar situation. So anyway, manager, GM, whatever it is, we're excited, uh, as I said, for one of our own, John Baker. All right, when we come back, we will have uh, Karen Lyle and Taylor Canfield, very successful skipper, for salesporttalk.com. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 Four two six twenty three zero one. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down: eight hundred five nine three seven four nine one. That's eight hundred five nine three seven four nine one. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. As always, in our first hour on Tuesdays, we like to get out on the choppy seas or smooth sailing, whatever it is, with salesporttalk.com. And uh, co-hosting this segment is our friend Karen Lyle, who joins us from her home not too far from mine over here in the East Bay Hills. Karen, how are you? I'm doing great, Rick. How are you doing today? Too shabby, thank you, but we are happy we got to uh, spend some quality time here with skipper Taylor Canfield, who joined an exclusive group of company after winning the Bermuda Gold Cup and Open Match Race World Championship with Stars and Stripes down there in Hamilton Harbor. And um, Taylor, welcome to the uh, show. Uh, defeating uh, Ian Williams and uh, GAC Pinder, you and, and Ian uh, have a pretty good rivalry going here, don't you? Yeah, first of all, thanks, Rick. Thanks for having me, and, and great to hear from you, Karen. Uh, looking forward to being on the show again. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I guess, been a while since we've, since we've spoken, but, um, yeah, we're just back from Bermuda, and I had a great event there. Um, awesome to see the event happen this year. You know, my hat's off to the World Match Racing Tour and Royal Bermuda Yacht Club and, and the country of Bermuda for making it happen. Um, but yeah, it came down to, uh, yet another finals against Ian Williams and his team, GAC Pindar. And, uh, it's, it's always a great battle. We, we always have great races with them. So, uh, it was, it was a fun time. So Taylor, I'm, I, I really want to know what your perspective is on this. Last week we had, we had Ian Williams on the show and I had scheduled him before I knew who was going to win the race, of course. Um, and he shared with us a video during, um, just right after, right after I interviewed him, which I posted on your page at salesporttalk.com. And in that video, your boat appears to hit the beam of Ian Williams' boat and push his boat into the bow into the media boat. And the Empire gave a penalty to Ian Williams, Williams that he thinks was actually pivotal in the race. Um, did you have a strategy for getting that penalty happening at that moment, or what? You know, can you explain your perspective on this? Because I was kind of surprised at the outcome of the Empire's call just from looking at the video, but I wasn't there and I didn't see the setup. Yeah, so I, th- I think this happened in race two of the finals. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, yes, <laughs> it seemed seemed like it went on forever. Um, and yeah, t- uh, the way it all kind of stemmed from was uh, we were starboard entry into the into that race, into that pre-start. And uh, we basically were keeping control of, of Williams and had him um, well out past the pin end of the start line, um, which is a, quite a dangerous place to be um, as, as that blue entry boat. Um, so we, you know, felt like we were in complete control and, and uh, with only about, you know, a, a minute to a minute 30 to go, um, you know, he, he seemed to get a little bit desperate and, and push the limits a little bit too much. And, um, you know, to me, we had been on starboard for quite some time and he had been on port for quite some time. And, um, you know, it was, it was a simple port starboard. And, 
um, you know, as, as I always say, I hate hitting other boats, but, um, you know, he had more than enough opportunity to keep clear and to, and to not push it as far as he did. And, um, in, in the end, you know, the, the umpires agreed that it was, it was his obligation to keep clear and he didn't do so. Ah, uh, so yeah. what you're talking about is the, the rules of, uh, of navigation and that the starboard boat has the precedence. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. You know, Taylor being 31 years old and being the skipper, that sounds young. Um, is that considered young? Cause I always think of these salty sea dogs with gray beards at the helm. Uh, or you just were, you just kind of picked this up rather quickly. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, definitely, uh, I've, I've been match racing for quite some time now. I think I started match racing when I was 16 or 17 years old. Um, so definitely have put a, put a lot of years into it and, um, yeah, we actually won our first world championship. Uh, I think I was 23 years old. Um, so yeah, it, you know, it's, that's, that's quite a while ago and it actually feels that we're, we're one of the older teams on the tour now. Um, so definitely, uh, doesn't, doesn't have that, that feeling anymore, but, uh, you know, all things considered. Yeah. Well, I think I still feel pretty young and pretty good about it. Taylor, tell us a little bit more about this um, Bermuda Gold Cup because you haven't been racing for a little while because of the pandemic because so many races were canceled. And um, so you had this opportunity to be with all of these other people in a COVID-free, um, you know, COVID prote- protected from COVID environment. Um, can you lay out for me what you feel like the pivotal decisions you made during the race were that because there were several ma- several matches that that really helped you win this this race and, and made it a great experience for your team. Yeah, I guess first starting off, you know, it's uh, it's again, it's great to just be on the water and um, for the World Match Racing Tour to be able to host a World Championship this year. I, I can't think of many other World Championships in the sport of sailing that happened this year. So um, again, my hats off to them for making it happen. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, you know, I've, I've actually been recently focusing on, um, a lot more multi-hull and, and foiling platforms. So haven't done that much monohull match racing in the last year and a half or so. I think maybe 2019 congressional cup may have been the last monohull match race we sailed in, which would have been sometime in April of 2019. So, um, yeah, we were, we were definitely a little bit rusty and I think it showed in the early rounds in Bermuda. Um, you know, luckily we, we had a, a great training partner going into the event We had Dave Perry, um, you know, one of, you know, the, the legends in our sport, if you will, one of the guys who's been in the match racing scene for, for his whole life. It seems like, um, he's always been a mentor for me and, uh, we were able to train with him in the IODs out on Fisher's Island. So, uh, great to get a few days in before the event, but yeah, we, we came out a little bit rusty in the, in the first round of the, of the event and. Um, you know, our, our goal is to always just get better throughout the event. Um, you know, I can't thank my team enough. I had a, had a great team there with me, Mike Buckley, Michael manager, Victor Diaz de Leon and, uh, Eric Champagne. And, you know, those guys just kept pushing, uh, no matter what ahead or behind, you know, we were, we were gaining when we were ahead. We we're, you know, nipping at the heels of our opponent when we we're behind. So, um, that was our goal is to just, just improve throughout the event and, um, you know, they, they brought us, uh, out of a lot of tough situations, but, um, you know, come, come the quarterfinals and, and semifinals, I think that's when we really started to, to notice our game improving a lot. And, um, we were really happy with how we had the boats going. Um, so we knew that if we were in, in a tough spot or didn't get off the line very well, that we could, you know, grind our way back into the race. You know, uh, 
Taylor, I think about uh, with uh, race car driving when, you know, they say NASCAR trading paint, it kind of comes with the territory. But there have been times, obviously, in the heat of the battle where some life or death situation, uh, one driver feels like somebody did something stupid or did some sort of faux pas and they want to uh, punch him in the face after the race. So how is it in sailing? Are you supposed to be gentlemen and go have a pint or do you do think, what the hell are you doing tacking right in front of my bow? I mean, what, what is, what is that like? Yeah, you know, definitely at this level, there's uh you know, there's a, definitely a bit of aggression and, um, you know, there's a, a bit of prize money on the line and, and people take it very seriously when you're competing for a world championship. So, um, you know, we're out there for blood, no matter what, um, you know, we're there to win. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, we're going to do anything we can to do that. Um, and, uh, we're going to continue to push hard and, you know, we've, we've had a great, again, a great rivalry with Ian Williams and, you know, it's gone back and forth. He's, he's won a bunch and we've won a bunch and, um, but you know, this time always, always good to get the upper hand and, and come away with a win. Well, and that trophy is quite amazing. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's a, a very rare, um, trophy for the United States. Can you tell us a little bit about the trophy and where it goes? Yeah, well, two trophies, I guess we won that week, uh, won the, um, Bermuda gold cup, which is, I think we were in the 70th, uh, gold cup. So. Uh, you know, a ton of history and tradition. And um, I mean, you look at the names of the sailors who have won that, that cup in Bermuda and it's uh, the list just goes on and on. It's, it's really cool to see that, see the trophy and all the names on it up and up in person. So, um, you know, to win that for the third time was, was incredible. And, um, and of course, winning the, the world match racing tour um, trophy for the second time was, uh, you know, it's always been a dream of mine to, to win it once, but to win it a second time, I, I can't even explain how, amazing that feeling was so uh but yeah it's it's great to you know be representing the usa and um yeah it's uh it's been an honor to to do that and um you know hopefully we can continue to do that for the future and and many years to come we just have about a minute in this segment what's it like when you go from the virgin islands to bc and you're out there in snowy mass yeah yeah it's a bit of a climate shock that's for sure um yeah, you know, gr- growing up in the crystal clear, crystal clear blue waters and 80 degrees and, uh, you know, beautiful trade winds and um, and then having to transition into sailing on the Charles River in February was uh, it was it was a tough transition. So um, but, you know, I just I kind of figured out how to get used to it, you know, strapped up the dry suit and uh, it made it work. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I definitely enjoy sailing in the warmer, warmer water. So Bermuda made me feel like we're at home. No doubt. All right, we have another segment with uh, Taylor Canfield on the uh, other side, as I mentioned, a uh, Boston College Golden Eagle back in the day as well. Uh, Any questions, 1-800-878-PLAY. Once again, 1-800-878-7529. Listening on American Forces, 0800-878-7529. It's salesporttalk.com. Rick Tittle and Karen Lyle. Come on back on Sports Byline. Be 
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk, and we're on our 84th week of Salesport Talk, and we're going to take a quick flashback to the second week of our show, April 9th, 2019. Rick and I were interviewing Taylor Canfield and Mike Buckley. And uh, we've got some guests coming in here, Karen. Let's start off on Skype. We have two simultaneously, Taylor Canfield and uh, Mike Buckley. Gentlemen, welcome to the program. How taxing is it to your body to do this sport, and how much of it is it mental like golf yeah yeah thanks for having us we're uh, excited to be on the show and um yeah there's uh extremely taxing mentally and and physically and um you know as we've seen the sport develop into uh into some more high performance sailing uh we've seen the side of the you know the physical side of it get much more demanding so um you know while we have you know mentally draining days on the water uh we also come in you know very physically fatigued and uh you know, it's important to spend the time in the gym to, to make sure that we're ready uh, physically to continue on. One of the things about sail sport is that you as players are really all friends, even though you're competing with each other. And sometimes you might find yourself competing with someone, and then another time you might be on the team. How does that work for the relationships and sportsmanship that you have to maintain to keep that, that flow that happens? I think that it's really no different than any sport. Uh, in professional sports, we see it all the time. Uh, you watch the greatest athletes in, in football or basketball, the, the level of respect they have for their competitors is is as high as it gets. Uh, and they, they all know that at the end of the day, they could be traded at any moment or be on a different team the following year. Um, and it's important to, to keep good relationships with people. That's just kind of a general fact of life. Uh, when we get out on the water, where you know we have the killer instinct and, and want to beat everyone we sail against, and when we get on shore, uh, usually we leave it on the water. And um, you certainly have your rivalries with certain people and, and, and things like that. But for the most part, everybody's friends. And um, it's, it's, it's fun to go out and, and race against your friends. Well, Taylor and Mike, we really appreciate you coming on the show and talking to us about your experiences in sailing. And we're going to hope to follow your career. Yeah, thank, thanks so much, Karen. We, uh, we appreciate you having us on the show. And uh, yeah, please do follow Stars and Stripes USA, you know, moving on. Uh, you know, we'd, we'd love to have the support and the fans and, um, you know, looking forward to, uh, you know, talking to you again in the future. Thank you, Taylor and Mike. And that's the funny thing is about this. When you tack and you race like that, that is a huge thing to consider about the weight. I mean, getting everybody on the right side back and forth one way or another is uh, it's it's tantamount to victory or defeat. It's true. And the teams are very highly trained in being able to work together through verbal cues and nonverbal cues because you're out there and the wind's blowing. Everybody is training to get together and do it the best way to act in unison on that team. All right, thank you, and we are back live. I, I think I lost my mind there for a second. All of a sudden, I was listening to myself do a former interview during that commercial. That actually was a commercial break, and it was a look back at an old interview for three minutes. So if you're completely lost, we apologize. We are back now with Karen Lyle and Taylor Canfield, who is the skipper of the Stars and Stripes. Um, Taylor, I'm fascinated with the U.S. Virgin Islands because I've never been there. And ever since Columbus named them after St. Ursula and the 11,000 virgins, I mean, you think about all the different European countries that have tried to get their mitts on it. Um, the, the Danes were there for a while. Of course, the, the hurricanes have ravaged this. Uh, you've got 
uh, great archaeological finds from 2,000 years ago. Can you just tell us a little bit more about those fascinating islands? Yeah, it was uh, obviously an unbelievable experience growing up there. I'm, I'm super fortunate to, to have had that opportunity. Um, so, yeah, I, I loved it. You know, we had amazing weather and amazing water all year round. And um, for me, it was uh, I just loved being on the water and uh, it was so accessible, which was which is, you know, the best part of growing up there. Um, but, yeah, a lot of history, as you mentioned, you know, previously owned by the Danish. I can't remember the exact year that the U.S. bought it from uh, Denmark, but. Um, yeah, it's uh, an amazing place. And if, if you haven't been, I highly recommend going and um, at least trying to get on the water for, for a day while you're down there. Well, Taylor, um, I put that flashback um, of, of our, our, our second show with the interview with you and Mike um, in, in the little commercial break between our two segments. And I, I'm glad I got a little... Uh, a little surprise out of Rick. I, I always like to give him a little jab when I can, you know. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, Taylor, um, I want to know about the Stars and Stripes team. I mean, and what happened with America's Cup? Because what we what we perceived was that you were going to go and be competing in America's Cup. And then there came a point in which you made an appeal to the America's Cup for being able to use a particular boat for that competition to compete in the match race. Can you kind of break that down for us and explain what happened with that? Yeah, well, I'm actually not able to talk about uh, too much on the on the arbitration side of it, unfortunately. But, um, you know, what I can say about Stars and Stripes and, you know, Mike Buckley and myself starting this team, um, it, it's always been our goal to, to get to the America's Cup. And, um, you know, we're still working towards that no matter what. You know, that, that will be a project of ours. But you know, the team will move on without the America's Cup, no matter what. So um, our goal is to always, always uh, just try to expand Stars and Stripes into every aspect of the sailing world that we can. Um, and, you know, it's, it's always been our, our goal is, you know, being an all-American, diverse, inclusive team uh, from the very beginning. Um, and, you know, I think uh, there's a lot of room for that to, to change in our sport, um, and, you know, especially with all the the social injustice that we're dealing with in the world right now, um, you know, now's the time to, to really capitalize on that and, and, and try to make an impact in, in the sport of sailing. That's the thing, too, Taylor. It always seems to me that these great captains are Kiwis or Aussies. And I think about the United States with our maritime tradition, and, and we have more coastline than just about anybody. I'm sure we have some great captains out there, and I'm glad to see you doing it. I'm getting a little nationalistic here, but I mean, it is kind of nice to see uh, Americans doing it. Now, I am I wrong that there aren't tons and tons of great American captains and I'm just not seeing them? How are we on the, the talent front? Yeah, I, I mean, if you think back into the America's Cup history, I think we, you know, we, we've had the possession of the America's Cup for, you know, many, many cup cycles. So, um, and, you know, just to Think back to, to Dennis Connor, who gave us permission to use the Stars and Stripes name and brand. Um, you know, he was he was probably the last guy um, in the early 90s to sail with an all-American team. Um, so that's that's kind of our goal is to revamp that vision and, um, you know, revamp the the thought of, you know, getting more Americans to the top level of the sport. Um, and, you know, I think we were at the top of the sport for for quite so many years back in the day. But. Um, that has slowly kind of trickled away as, you know, some of the you know, smaller countries and the Australians and uh, New Zealanders 
and uh, you know, even even a few European countries have kind of pushed hard to get to the top. So um, it's it's our goal and our dream to you know get Americans back on the water, competing at the highest level in the sport. Well, Taylor, we do have the American Magic team, which would have been your competitor, but they are now representing um, the United States in the America's Cup. So, are, are you and your team going to rally behind them and, and and cheer them on as they go into this in this uh, upcoming match races? Absolutely. You know, we we love to see another American team in the in the America's Cup. So, um, you know, we'll support them to the end and back. Uh, we. Uh, you know, we, we've always been, uh, you know, a lot of the guys on the team are really good buddies of mine and um, competitors of mine and teammates of mine. So, um, you know, I have a lot of uh, respect for, you know, that team and, and what they're doing. And, um, you know, hopefully we can see the, the America's Cup return back to the U.S. Taylor, what would be a moment in your career? Because not everything goes, and excuse the expression, swimmingly. But have you ever gone in the drink? Have you ever been knocked out cold in the water? What What was your so far, knock on wood, greatest moment of peril in this sport, which can be, of course, very dangerous. Oh, man. Yeah, I've definitely been uh, hit by a few, a few booms on the boat and uh, kind of been knocked off my feet. And, um, you know, probably thinking back to it, though, I've, we've had some pretty good crashes in the, in the CLGP circuit. Um, you know, the, the boat's going upward of, uh, you know, 40, 49, 48 knots, you know, often pushing 50 knots. So, um, you know, when, when things go wrong at those speeds, it's it's very aggressive impact that we have with the water. Um, so we've had a few nose dives. We had a, a capsize last year on the CLGP circuit at the uh, Cows event over in in England. And uh, yeah, it's uh, you know going going from I think in in that capsize specifically, we we nose dived. We were going 42 knots at the time, um, and ended up doing a half knot in just under a second, I think. So. Um, it, it is like being in a car crash, to be honest. And um, luckily, the the series and you know all the teams are doing you know their their diligence, making sure that the boats are safe and that we have the proper you know safety equipment that we're you know wearing on the boats. Um, every every competitor is tethered into the boats. We're all wearing helmets with safety knives and air tanks. Um, so I think it's great to see that you know as the sport progresses into these you know more physical, dangerous, um, faster boats. Um, that that they're also considering, you know, changing all the equipment that, you know, everyone's wearing while doing this to to make sure that everyone's staying safe. Well, I agree, and that's that's a, an important important consideration. So the, so that all of you can still be in their plane now about CLGP. Of course, with the pandemic, everything got canceled, and there was just this amazing season two lined up. What's the next on the horizon for CLGP and the Team America? Um, unfortunately, I don't have much information on that either at the moment. Uh, you know, there, there was talk about, you know, revamping the season starting in San Francisco in April. Um, and I, I, to be honest, I think we're just going to have to play it by ear and, and see where it goes and, and how COVID develops in the next few months. And, um, you know, as, as things uh, start to get better or worse, uh, they're going to have to start making some decisions soon, though, to, to get all the you know, necessary equipment over to the U.S. if, if they're going to start it up in April in San Francisco. So. Um, you know, the, the timeline is slowly diminishing here and um, hopefully, uh, you know, they'll make a responsible decision and, you know, whether they choose to have us race or not, um, you know, I'm sure they're taking in all considerations when, when making that hard decision. 
Taylor, when I look at the skippers in this field in the Gold Cup, obviously we talked about how experienced uh, you and Ian Williams are. And, of course, we mentioned the Kiwi with Phil Robertson and another American and Chris Poole. But what can you tell us? And being a Danish-American, I am always keep an eye out for the Danes since my grandfather was born there. But what can you tell us about young Yeppe Bork? Because only 23 years old, this was his debut, and he kind of made, once again, excuse the expression, a splash Absolutely. Uh, to be honest, my, my first time sailing against him uh, in, in a match race. So, uh, you know, it's great to see these young teams still pushing and, and coming up into the match racing game. Um, you know, again, that's it was, it was my first uh, world championship that I sailed was when I was 23 years old. And, and we came away with the win, fortunately. But, um, you know, it's, it's not many years off that these guys are going to be really nipping at our heels as, as they already are. Um, you know, there's a lot of young, talented sailors and um, I, I think that uh, definitely the experience showed in, in Bermuda and the IODs and the, the older style boats. Uh, but, you know, I think as, as we start to get into some smaller sport boats again on the, on the tour, hopefully, you know, I think these guys are going to be tough to beat. Well, I noticed that uh, New Zealander Phil Robertson was in this um, Bermuda Cup, and um, he, he was, of course, with you in the first season on SailGP. And so, yeah, it was another instance. How, how, was it good to see him and, and be out there racing? Oh, for sure. And, uh, you know, we've actually sailed against Phil for, for many years on the tour as well. And um, unfortunately, you know, lost the last two world championships, you know, prior to this one uh, to Phil Robertson in Sweden in the M32 class. So, um, you know, we, we sailed him in the finals both years and um, came away with the silver medal. So, uh, you know, great to you know, take the win over him in the semifinals this year and, and kind of uh, regain that, you know, that, that winning culture on our team. Um, just time for one more question. I was reading, Taylor, that um, when Williams kind of took control of the cup, it's because you got hit with a penalty in a luffing match. What, what does that mean? Yeah, so, I mean, we're not sure exactly which incident you're talking about, but uh, we had some really exciting races in the finals. And um, in, in our final race, uh, coming down the first downwind or the first run of the of the race, um, we had some really aggressive uh, maneuvering. He was, he was leading but had a penalty. Um, so he was doing everything he could to try to offset the penalty. And, um, you know, to, to maneuver these boats in, in 25 plus knots of breeze was, was very difficult. And, you know, we did a lot of – you know, rocking and rolling and crazy jibes. And, um, you know, our goal at that point with him leading with the penalty is just to stay as close as we can without, you know, interfering with him. And um, un unfortunately, we got a little bit too close down that run and we uh, ended up getting an offsetting penalty. So uh, we were given a penalty on that on that first run. But, um, you know, at, at that point, the race was on and, and we were confident that, you know, we had the boat speed and the boat handling to, you know, to get around the course from that point on quicker than he did. And, uh, and we showed that we could. So, um, yeah, again, super exciting racing. And it, they always will be with Williams and his team because they're uh, a very sharp and experienced team. Well, they are the losers because Taylor Canfield, <laughs> the skipper of the Stars and the Stripes, are the winner of the 70th Gold Cup in Bermuda. Great rivalry you guys have. We love having both of you on the show. And, Taylor, thanks for your time and continued success and uh, carrying the flag for all of us back home. Awesome. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. And, uh, again, look forward to chatting again soon. Okay, good Thanks stuff. so much, Taylor. And yeah, finally, Karen, um, what, what, how would you describe a luffing penalty? 
So um, basically, I don't know about the particular penalty, but I'll explain what luffing is. Um, okay. When luffing is when your 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 bow your bow or your stern is when your bow is into the wind or your sail is trimmed a certain way. When you're doing any kind of tack, you're either going taking your stern and your bow through the wind. You're going to go through the wind, and during that period of time, the sail is going to luff. And so he mentioned that he was doing a lot of jibes, which means he's taking the stern through the wind. Luffing is a part of that. Um, I don't know the exact call on that, but you can luff because you're going through the wind on a tack or a, a jibe, and the jibe is just taking the stern through. Or you can luff because of the trim of the sail. In other words, it's just like a flapping of the sail, um, not fully powered. That's why she's the expert, and that's why she's got SalesportTalk.com. Karen Lyle, thanks for your time again, and we'll catch up with you next week. Okay, we'll see you then, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and uh, come on back on Sports Byline USA. times mom it might not seem like I'm listening to you but I am I hear you and what you say really does matter to me I mean let's be honest no kid likes rules but I get why we have them I hear you and I know it's because you care all the talks we've had over the years including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs they stick with me and believe it or not they really do make a difference especially at times that matter most hey want a drink no, thanks. I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. But you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Oh, I'm here for you. Even when I get confused, like in between 24 minutes of interviewing Taylor Canfield, there was a three-minute old interview of me interviewing Taylor Canfield. But I caught on. Teach an old dog a new trick once in a while. Uh, emails rick at sportsbyline.com. Chrissy chiming in. Always appreciated, Chrissy. Rick, when, when, when have you gone in, quote-unquote, the drink, as you like to say, ever? Yes, I did. In the middle of friggin' Lake Tahoe. And as Martin Short would say, I'm not that strong a swimmer. When I was first trying out a, a sea-doo, and some jackass got off at the wrong time while I was getting on, coming from a boat, and then the thing flipped, and I went in the drink, and my sunglasses are somewhere at the bottom of Lake Tahoe, which is... They say the deepest lake in North America. Some think maybe the world. In fact, scientists say they really don't even know how deep Lake Tahoe is, which I find that hard to believe, but that's what they say. Uh, That wasn't fun, trying to get back into the boat, uh, dog paddling. It was like throwing a Buick in the water and telling it to dog paddle. But yeah, it ain't fun. And I (laughs) I ain't no sail GP guy going 49 knots or whatever he said. All right, we'll talk some normal sports on the other side. Derek Fisher in the third hour as well. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. U.S. Attorney William Barr has told federal prosecutors across the country to pursue substantial allegations of voting irregularities in a memo leaked to the Associated Press. He says, I authorize you to pursue substantial allegations of voting and vote tabulation irregularities prior to the certification of elections in your jurisdictions. The memo was sent to U.S. Attorneys, Assistant Attorneys General for the Criminal Division, Civil Rights Division, National Security Division, and the Director of the FBI. President Trump fired Defense Secretary Mark Esper on Monday. The president wrote that he has appointed Christopher C. Miller, whom he described as highly respected director of the National Counterterrorism Center, to be the acting defense secretary. Two White House officials said later on Monday that Mr. Trump was not finished and that Christopher Wray, the FBI director, and Gina Haspel, the CIA director, could be next in line to be fired. Democrats said it was a volatile move. USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. You guys, your customer service and everything, you guys are great. And the commercials talk about it, but I don't know if it really gives it true justice. People need to know this is maybe the most amazing product I've ever tried. It's so pure, it tastes so good, I'm just blown away by it. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. You've heard me talking about my pillow for three years, folks. It's the truth. I get the best sleep of my life with a my pillow. You can do it too. 60 day money back guarantee, 10 year warranty made in the USA. You'll sleep well or you'll get your money back. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA, get two my pillow premium pillows for the price of one, or call 1 800 951 8175. Get the best sleep of your life and do it now. Hurting Americans being forced not to work by government demands continue to wonder where is the stimulus money? USA Radio News' Tim Berg explains. Now that the election is over and votes are continuing to be counted across the country, Congress can get back to work and there is a sense of urgency to get another stimulus package done by the end of the year. As far as what sort of package we will see, Republican Congressman Andy Biggs of Arizona believes... You might get something out. Um, I would suspect it's going to be narrower than uh, Speaker Pelosi wants, which is still about $2.5 trillion. I think it's going to probably be closer to... Um, uh, several hundred billion dollars that go to PPP and uh, EIDL loans. I think that's probably where you're going to end up. Congressman Biggs speaking on Fox 10 in Phoenix, Arizona. The PPP and EDL loans are meant to help small businesses stay afloat during the pandemic. From the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. You're listening to USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. The Southeastern Conference in college football has COVID-19 issues. USA Radio News' Dan Naraki explains. Saturday's football game between Auburn and Mississippi State has been postponed as the Bulldogs deal with an outbreak of COVID-19 cases. According to Mississippi State's athletic director, a number of positive tests and players quarantining as close contacts have left the team without the required 53 scholarship players the Southeastern Conference has set for a game to be played. 
The game will be rescheduled for December 12th. The Bulldogs aren't the only SEC team dealing with the virus. Texas A&M has shut down their practice facility after several positive tests. And LSU confirmed multiple positive tests this past weekend, putting their game this Saturday against Alabama in jeopardy. From the USA News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. The SEC has 14 teams, including Florida, Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and Missouri in the east. Alabama, LSU, Auburn, Texas A&M, Mississippi State, Arkansas, and Mississippi in the west. Monday Night Football saw the Patriots visiting the New York Jets. Cam's going to keep it. Newton's trying to get there, and they're going to give it to him. Touchdown, Cam Newton. It came down to a 51-yard field goal from former Jet Nick Folk with no time left on the clock to give the Patriots the win, 30-27. to Given the kind of season it's been for Bill Belichick's squad, a victory is a victory regardless of the optics. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. You know, in a couple hours together, report in the press today, Jeff Passan of ESPN with others was reporting that uh, Tony LaRusso was arrested for a DUI in Arizona in February and was charged, finally, the day before the White Sox just hired him to be the manager again. <clears throat> Apparently, he ran his car into a curb, and his blood alcohol content was 0.08, which is exact limit. So he barely hit it. I remember one time the cops gave me the thing, and I had had a lot of beers, and I had pulled out trying to put my seatbelt on, which made me swerve. I was perfectly capable of driving, but I blew into the thing, and it was 0.07. Yeah, you got to be careful with that stuff. But anyway, um, that's a misdemeanor in Arizona, and it carries a 10-day prison sentence. But um, you might remember about, I don't know, 15 years ago, LaRusso was found at a red light in his SUV, sound asleep at the wheel. And it was like, that was a green light, and it still wasn't going. 
got the UI event. The White Sox said that uh, they were uh, fully aware of it. And they said that uh, they are not going to comment uh, at this time. So, um, listen. UI is a serious thing. It could kill anybody. It could kill all of us. Person that we never feel sorry for is the drunk driver, obviously, and we shouldn't. But that's still a shame. I mean, it's just—it's a serious thing. Does that mean he shouldn't have been hired? No, I don't think it means he should not have been hired. But uh, should he face punishment? Uh, well, whatever the courts decide. You know, we hire people and then we pick. They always call politicians lawmakers. Lawmakers in Washington. Well, they're lawmakers, so whatever the law says, he should get. But um, I'm not shocked by it. They're like, I can't believe they would hire him anyway. Uh, I can believe it. He's seven, seven years old. See what happens. All right, we have another couple hours together. And lines are open. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back. See better, drive safer month at O'Reilly Auto Parts with great deals on wiper blades, headlight bulbs, windshield washer fluid, and more. Get a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of select premium wiper blades. Plus, earn double O rewards points. Get ready for the weather ahead during See Better, Drive Safer month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents, which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parents and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Right now, the Home Depot is home of smart home gifts for smart home gift givers. Like the Ring Indoor Camera, Ring Outdoor Camera, and Ring Video Doorbell. Plus, right now, get free two-day shipping on any smart home gift purchases over 45 bucks. The top names in smart home at the best name in home improvement. That's smart gift giving. Improved. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only. See store for details. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. The number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation from Home Addicts. 
Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list with free shipping on orders over $50. Holiday supplies won't last, so avoid the rush while you can at H-O-M-E-D-I-C-S dot com. Get the perfectly relaxing, perfectly affordable gift now at Homedics.com and major retailers everywhere. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Got Rick Tittle, and um, there's open lines uh, for a good full hour here before we get to uh, Derek Fisher. Searching for Derek Fisher. Is that Bobby? Something to do with chess. Um, it always makes me laugh on Twitter when people get outraged. Like I put a picture of Derek Fisher in his Warrior jersey. I'll, if anybody played from my team for five seconds, I'll put the picture of them. Like if I said, you know, hey, we'll have Willie McCovey on when he was still alive, I would have dug up a picture of him when he was on the A's for 15 minutes. Um, it's funny how people cry on Twitter. Well, I block you. <laughs> One guy, I hate Derek Fisher. He's a disgrace. One guy actually, there were three people who retweeted my tweet, talked about how much he hated him. And, and one guy said, I try my hardest to block any picture of Derek Fisher in a Warriors jersey, and I see this S. I go, hmm, it's a funny way of blocking those pictures when you retweet them. <laughs> but here's the deal. I don't care if you don't follow me on Twitter. Um, it's nice that you do. I don't want to say I don't care if you do. It's nice that you do, but I don't care about Twitter because Twitter is not real life, okay? You're blocked, man. <laughs> I've only blocked one person. Every advertisement I get on Twitter, which is about three out of every four things on Twitter is an ad, I block. I don't care what it is. And I must have blocked thousands and thousands because yesterday I got a little note saying, it's your anniversary, 10 years on Twitter. Put out a special tweet. I'm like, you know how humiliating that would be? And this all goes back. <clears throat> To my old intern, Beth, who, uh, bless her heart, she asked me, um, why don't you want Twitter? And the only guy I knew on Twitter was my old colleague, Patrick Morrow. He was like Radio Pat or something. And then um, I talked to Townie and he goes, no, I'm on there. I'm at Townsend Radio. I'm like, what, what the hell am I supposed to do with that? Then I remember Mario saying, if you had Twitter, we would have known that Joe Montana was going to be on your show. And I still refused. Um, but Beth came to me and she said, I know you don't want Twitter, but I signed up. I got at Rick Tittle, and here's the password I picked if you ever want it. And I go, oh, that's nice of you. And then like six months later, when 95.7 The Game started... There was a guy called I'm Not Rick Tittle who was my picture, and he said all these horrible things like, can you stalk a pretty girl? Or I, I mean, not to be sexist, but why are, you, why are you stalking me? 
then people like Dibs were like, that's you, right? No, it's not me. <laughs> Why would I say those things? But anyway, my boss at the time, Jason Barrett, said, you can't work here if you don't have Twitter. I'm going to hit social media hard. You don't know how important it is. And he was right. He was absolutely right that it is important for your show. But I have plenty of political beliefs. I would never put them on Twitter. Plenty, plenty to say. But that's not why you tune me in. It's, it's like comedians. You know, we go to comedians for humor. And I don't mind comedians saying, you know, I love or hate whichever candidate. But throw in a joke. You know what I mean? If it's just, and that's not like saying stick to sports, but whatever. It's like, okay, you know, how about something funny? You know, even if you throw it in at, his end, at the end and just say, this candidate sucks because this and that. Oh, yeah, and his, his butt is fat. You know, throw, throw something in there for, for people like me. Okay? That's all. Ten years on Twitter. <clears throat> Woo! Uh, I'm on Twitter for sports and my show. And every once in a while, comedy. But that's it. Proposition 47 and measure L. Let me tell you why you should... Now. Can you imagine how dumb you could be, like, sitting around the dinner table and say, well, you know, Rick Tittle thinks that Proposition 9 is not good for the taxpayers. Oh, Rick Tittle thought that? Oh, my gosh. Then I have to vote that way or the other way. <laughs> I'm trying to help. Now, if you say Rick Tittle thinks that guy on the Raiders sucks, and you could say, well, what the hell does he know? Or you could say, you know what? I think he's right. That sounds a little bit better. You know what I mean? Rick Tittle thinks the A's never should have traded that guy. Well, Rick Tittle is a jackass. Or, you know what? Rick is, I never thought of it that way. Rick's right. That, that's, that's how the, that discussion should go. Not, you know, hey, how about the new state senator for... Um, back to reality. <clears throat> Oops, there goes reality. The Steelers have announced this morning that they have placed four players on the reserved COVID-19 list. One of them is named Ben Roethlisberger. Whenever I go to In-N-Out, I always order the Roethlisberger. He's joined by offensive lineman Gerald Hawkins, running back Jalen Samuels, and linebacker Vince Williams. They must be isolated for five days. Um, in a soundproof cell. No, I don't know. But they will not be permitted to the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex. What's that? The University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, maybe? That said, <clears throat> they can take part in virtual meetings. That's when you know someone hates you, when they won't let you in on the Zoom call. Uh, yeah, I just want to say... Uh... Next time we line up in this formation and we see a two deep, we go, wait, wait, what are you doing here? Um, COVID isolation. Yeah, we don't want everybody else getting COVID. I know, I'm on a webcam. Uh, it's just better safe than sorry. That's when you know you're hated. That's hilarious. They're permitted to take part in virtual meetings. This isn't the bye week. Ooh, the union made sure in the bye week, don't contact us. Don't, we're not coming into the facility. You know, we could if we need some medical treatment. <clears throat> but you're not even, you're not, you know, you're not even allowed to contact your players during the bye week. 
They basically don't exist. I always wondered during the bye week why players <clears throat> don't just maybe they do. I think it was uh, Tony Romo who went with Jack, Jessica Simpson to Mexico. I think during the bye week, and everyone's like, "Why isn't he at practice?" Well, they're in a bye week. Why isn't he in his backyard throwing footballs at targets like Letterman didn't? Remember that late night show made for TV between Jay Leno and and David Letterman, and it showed the guy playing Letterman in his backyard with archery targets throwing footballs at him. <laughs> Letterman came back in real life and said, I never did that, and then he did it on the stage. But anyway, the, the COVID thing, <clears throat> I, I don't want to be fatalistic. I mean, literally. It almost feels like a pitcher's Tommy John. I mean, it feels like it's coming for all of us. Like, all night long, I had a little mini cough. I'm like, great, do I have it? I mean, who knows? It's just, <clears throat> I think it's because I talk too much. Da, 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 da. Do you talk it too much? about? Well, for Roethlisberger, this is another hurdle for him because uh, he couldn't hurdle uh, after that game against Dallas, which was hard fought. And I need to get into these games because I, I only got less than an hour in yesterday. I was going to talk about a lot of these NFL games. But he was relieved by Mason Rudolph, and then he came back and then apparently there were both knees that got hurt in that game. But I got to say, I mean, after the elbow surgery, he was looking really good. 18 touchdowns, four picks, almost 2,000 yards in his first eight games. But what are you going to do now? I mean, it's just now Roethlisberger, another big name on the list. Hope everybody's okay. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. 1-800-878-PLAY on Sports Planet. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. 
Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499 Again, that's 800-516-2499 Paid for by Final Expense Direct We are the Debt Destroyer Network Any debt you have Credit card, tax, student loan debt Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) We all have our idiosyncrasies. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. Wow, what is that all about? That just makes me so upset and blah, 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 and whatever. 1-800-878-PLAY, get you in and get you heard where you at, what you got, all that good stuff. Um, So, yeah, Uh, never really got to discuss a lot of things outside um, yesterday except that Raider game, which... Was a humdinger. It was not only a humdinger; it was also a doozy. Yeah, that's right, a humdinger and a doozy. But uh, looking around at some of the others, uh, Kansas City over Carolina. I mean, the, the Panthers went into that game with a perfect game plan. The return of Christian McCaffrey just instantly changed that whole offense. 151 yards from scrimmage, two touchdowns, kept Mahomes off the field, pound it, pound it, pound it. And Carolina had the ball almost for 40 minutes. And if you think about since the start of last season, NFL teams, if you've had the ball for at least 38 minutes, you are 19-2. and two. Not in that case. But it was a good thing Mahomes brought his A game because no one else did for the Kansas City Chiefs. Their their run defense was ridiculous. The Chiefs' defense is going to want to just burn these tapes. 435 yards of offense. They went for it on fourth down three times. They got all three. Well, 
Travis Kelsey showed up, 10 passes for 159 yards and Tyree Kill. But the defense, no. All right, let's go to Manhattan with Charlie. What's going on, Charlie? I have some uh, power in my house today, so let's talk about that Raider game. Yes, Rick, I was going to, as, uh, as I picked up the phone, you blanked out on us, and uh, I was wondering if you had, what the, and then you had to buy. I quit. <laughs> was your whole neighborhood in blackout or just your street? Yeah, I thought it was a, because of the fire. Sometimes we have rolling blackouts, but we usually get a warning. And what happened was there was a fire, and I, I guess it hit the transformer because there were fire engines and the gas company, Pacific Gas and Electric out there. But anyway, what's on your anyway, mind, my man? Anyway, yeah, before you jump into the other games, I wanted to just add to the Raider game. Listen, I, I, um, I, I thought it would have been a close game. I, I, I would not have been surprised if the Chargers had won that game. Um, the Raiders never won blowouts, so if it was a close game, I thought it could have gone either way, which it basically did. A uh, couple of quick observations. I, I, I hold uh, the drive at the end of the first half completely on Gruden. I blame him. 19 seconds left with one timeout and a makeshift offensive line, take the knee. You're getting the ball in the second half. Um, so uh, that, I, once they got the field goal, I thought, oh, that could be a momentum changer right there. But luckily, uh, luckily it wasn't. Uh, it didn't cause any issues. Um, Carr playing well. I mean, I, I'm the first person to knock him. But he's been playing well. I mean, uh, you know, the fumble, the strip sack fumble, if you want to blame him partially. Uh, but I don't. Um, they're, they're, Cleveland Farrell played a good game. I, I, you know, I saw his name. I saw his jersey on <laughs> tackles. Um, uh, you know, the defense still gave up. I mean, the Chargers have their quarterback of the future, clearly. Herbert is a, he's a damn good player. Um, what are some of my other observations of that game? Uh, the kid uh, who I'm not even familiar with, the guy who broke up the last two plays of the game, Isaiah Johnson, is it just, he's a second-year player? I think it's his third year. He's just—he was a corner out of Utah and has just been hurt the whole time, basically. Okay, great, you know, great, great, great play. You know, two great plays. I—I th- I thought I was worried when they recovered the punt fumble, uh, the fumble on the punt, and then they had to settle for a field goal. I, I was like, oh, there's too much time, and uh, within a touchdown. Uh, but yeah. listen, it, it, it played—they it, played out well. Now I wanted to. Um, you were talking about COVID and all, and our, our dear friend Trent Brown is um, he's not going to be around for another month. Why do they determine right now off the fact that he's out for a month? Is it is there more to that than just, or are they basically just saying stay away for a month? Or am I reading too much into that? Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, sometimes, I mean, look at the Falcons who, Tack McKinley, who went, from my hometown, he went to the same high school my brother did. He was talking smack on Twitter about how he wanted to get traded, and so they just cut him yesterday. So I think sometimes, I'm not saying that Trent Brown is being told to stay away like after, like um, uh, the Orioles with uh, Rafael Palmero. Remember after Washington, right. D.C., they said, don't show up. And he goes, but I need to get paid. And they're like, we'll pay you. Just don't show up. Just, just don't show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I don't know what the deal is with him. But right now, it's it's not just a waste of money. It's a colossal waste of money. Yeah, I, I read that if they wind up cutting him, 
after this year, they, they would save $14 million next year. Um, I don't know when Incognito comes back. But listen, if he's causing that much of a headache and they're, and they're, you know, the, the guys are playing that they're, that they're willing out there are playing well enough. I mean, I don't know what that, you know, bodes for for the rest of the season. But if he's called, if he's a disruptor beyond just not being playing, then maybe stay away and, and, and then, you know, take it from there. You know, Incognito, I assume, will be coming back soon. Um, Miller was out, but I assume that's not a long term injury and and they got a very winnable game this week against the broncos so you know uh, you know they're in good shape you know other overall and any lasting impressions of the game on your end well i mean i i did pick the raiders to win um i just figured that they had a little bit more experience than the chargers um i i was impressed with Herbert, but it was just one of those classic AFC West games that were going to go down to the wire and who was going to mess up. But the, the last two plays of the game and with the Greg Roman fades, uh, I didn't, I don't know why they called that, I guess, because they thought it would work and it almost did. And when, when that guy pulled that ball down and I thought, did it hit the ground? But they showed the first two uh, replays that looked fine. And then you could see Isaiah Johnson, he got enough of his hand in there to it wasn't a drop. I mean, he knocked it out. So, I mean, I, I, I thought when they were waiting for that, that replay, I thought, okay, if we go four and four, we're not making the playoffs. But if we go five and three, this, this is our playoffs right here if we, if we lose this division game. And so it's so huge, huge now, Charlie. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, two quick last points. I'll let you, go, you can let me go. Uh, Johnson, he was talking, uh, I read online that he had lost a close friend just this past week. So after the game, he broke, they showed him crying. He broke, he broke down, which I thought was, you know, not, not uh-huh. cool in a, in a, in a nice way. And uh, next time you go uh, to your next shuffleboard tournament with John Gruden, please get him to get rugs into the offense more. He needs to touch the ball more. I don't know why they're not, Utilizing him, I don't know if he's not getting open. I don't know if he, if he's, you know, I don't know. But Rugs needs to touch the ball more. And you know what's funny is I, I almost tweeted out: but, Is there a rule where Rugs only gets one target per game? I, and, it's unbelievable. And then they threw to him a second time, and I thought, okay, I won't tweet it. But yeah, he got a whole two targets. Yeah, he's he he's too fast and too dynamic not to to touch that ball six seven times a game. Anyway, Rick. I'll let you go, buddy. Keep listening. Have a good day. Thanks, Charlie. Appreciate it. Charlie out there in Hell's Kitchen. Come on in and get heard, ladies and germs. 1-800-878-PLAY. Uh, you know, I think about all the guys the Raiders passed on in the draft, and there were so many good wide receivers. But when they took rugs, I thought, okay, well, listen, any Raider fan can tell you what Tyreek Hill has done to them. And if you can have that guy who, and we got that with a little bit with Amari Cooper, who once he gets it, he's gone. And that's why Amari Cooper crushed the rookie record for way to receivers and, and uh, first two years with the Raiders had all the re- records for a receiver in his first two years. But um, Ruggs is faster than Cooper. And I thought if we could just, you know, get to the point where we had a guy like that. I can see why, as I said, the old baseball adage of the home run hitter. You could have the home run hitter. That would be pretty awesome. 
because we, we have not had a guy like that in forever. You know, like Napoleon Kaufman, like if he got past, I mean, there are certain guys that had enough speed of once they got past you. But that's why I thought it was tremendous later on in the game when Carr, it was the drive when they hit Waller for the touchdown in the end zone. It was a great pass. It was a great catch. But Carr on the run through just a pinpoint seed right to Hunter Renfro. Beautiful pass. It showed his athleticism. But what it really, and I remember saying this, was if you are a DB, how do you let Hunter Renfro get behind you? But they did, so kudos to him. But I said the Raiders, you know, that looked like at the beginning of the season, hey, we're in this. Then the Tampa game, you're like, we're not in this. And then the Chiefs game, we're in this. And it's like, no, we're not. And now they're back saying, no, we are. A little Jekyll and Hyde, but hell, I'll take five and three. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Bio. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's Grooming can't keep up. Kezia's Grooming? Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. 
That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy. Advance is helping you get your engine ready for the road this holiday season with the right oil, the right filter, at the right price every day. Get five quarts of full synthetic Mobile One, Valvoline, Castrol Edge, or Pennzoil Platinum with the Mobile One oil filter for just $33.99. Plus, this holiday season, get a $25 NBA Store gift card and two times speed perks points instantly with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest locations. See store for details. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Commando, I tell you, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-7529. Big shout to our brave men and women listening both home and abroad on the American Forces Radio Network as well. I forgot to mention that at the uh, top of the hour. Looking back at some of the games this weekend with the Broncos and the Falcons, for the second straight week, the Broncos dug themselves a hole, but last week they were able to get out of it. This time, no. It was last week against the Chargers. But at one point, the Broncos were down 27 to 6, but then they came back and they cut it to 10 at, or they cut it to 7 at 34 27, and then they had the ball with the chance to win. But Drew Locke, incomplete, 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 fumbled it away. And I think what's most interesting about this is that they didn't have any answers on defense for the Falcons that scored on their first four drives. And so I said, when getting out to that 27 to six lead, this time they held on to it. Not like the Super Bowl. <laughs> Sorry, but we still remember. But this team looks different under Raheem Morris. It does. I mean, they've there's been four games since Dan Quinn got fired, and there's nothing wrong with Dan Quinn. They needed a new voice, and they are three and one. The honeymoon continues. They're still in Hawaii, in that heart-shaped bed with Raheem Morris right now. But the first three possessions, Matt Ryan threw for 166 yards, two touchdowns, 17 to nothing lead with a field goal, and then defensively, they had to come up with a big play. Remember though, they cut. Pack McKinley, the kid out of Kennedy High in Richmond and uh, UCLA. <clears throat> Minnesota, 34-20 over Detroit. And I picked this one. You probably did too. I mean, Matt Stafford didn't practice all week. We didn't think he was going to play, but he did. And he came in and did not look well. A couple of picks, including a real backbreaker down on the five-yard line like they were going to go in for a score. But, I mean, they wouldn't have won probably even if Stafford was perfect because Detroit's defense got absolutely steamrolled. And I said they're happy to have Dalvin Cook back. You look at that great game he had last week. Well, on Sunday, he was ridiculous. 
22 carries for 206 yards. Everything was working for him. They almost got 300 on the ground for the whole team. But what that does is that just opens up everything for Kirk Cousins, and he was great. So, I mean, look, the, the Vikings were basically left for dead a fortnight ago, and they're crawling their way back into contention. The Houston Texans got over on the Jags. I picked that one, too. The Jags, I mean, they love Washington State. <clears throat> Gardner Minshew, no. Let's go with the other Hoog in Jake Luton. And, um, look, things started off with a bang for Luton. He threw a 77-yard touchdown pass to DJ Chark on the second throw of his career. He actually did not play poorly. He threw for 304 yards, which is really good in an NFL debut. And the Jaguars' defense wasn't horrible, but they got killed by a couple of big touchdown passes by the Texans as well. Deshaun Watson threw a 57-yarder to Brandon Cook. Slater, a 77-yard touchdown to Will Fuller. Remember, Will Fuller is getting traded. He's getting traded. He's getting traded. Well, he didn't get traded. He ended up with five receptions for 100 yards. So the Texans' D came up with a big stop on a two-point conversion in the waning seconds, which would have sent the game into OT at 27-25. Houston gets the V. And then another one I called, Giants over Washington football team. Kyle Allen out with ankle injury. I touched on this briefly yesterday, but... You know, Alex Smith coming in, throwing all the picks. And then Ron Rivera saying Alex Smith is our starting quarterback the rest of the season. What are you going to get out of Alex Smith? Well, Ron Rivera thinks he's going to get a playoff um, appearance is what it is. And I don't blame him because he looks at the landscape and he goes, you know what, if we win our games just in the division, we'll win the division. We beat Philly, Dallas, they just lost to New York, but we can go to the playoffs. We can win this division with at six and ten. Don't laugh. <clears throat> you could have a six and ten playoff team, literally. So is Dwayne Haskins gonna lead us to six and ten? No, Alex Smith can lead us to six and ten. So and look the Giants still barely won. 23 to 20. I think one of the more shocking, uh, shocking results. And I had to laugh because I sometimes listen to Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast and he was like, take Seattle over Buffalo. And he goes, don't ever listen to me. Bet the opposite. I'm an idiot. Buffalo 44-34 over Seattle. And that Seahawk defense, we know it's not good. But the offense came out pretty flat. The Bills were up 14 to nothing and the Seahawks could not ever get out of that. And you think 34 points is not bad on the road. It's not. But if you think about protecting Wilson, the offense wasn't great on it. Their third down efficiency was 25% conversion rate. Not good. And then Wilson started turning the ball over four times. So, I mean, you can't really ask for any more than what the Bills gave Sean McDermott. The, the offense was superb. Um, Josh Allen only threw th uh, four incompletions in the first half. Remember that? <clears throat> oh, I want Sam Darnold over Josh Wilson. I mean, over Josh Allen. 
Josh Allen finished with 415 yards and four touchdowns. That's those are Dan Marino numbers, and I think the 34 points allowed doesn't really tell the whole story because, as I said, the 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 defense was disrupting Wilson left and right. Five sacks and, as I mentioned, four turnovers. So when Buffalo plays like that <clears throat> against the MVP at quarterback, that that bodes well for them in the uh, in the AFC playoffs. How about? Duh! Bears at Titans. This one was, I thought, a pretty easy pick as well. And the Titans won 24-17. The Bears kept it close. And for three quarters, Tennessee just got a great performance from their defense. And they kept getting to Nick Foles and got a 63-yard fumble return for a touchdown by the newcomer Desmond King. Nice trade. Nice addition. They contained the Bears' rushing attack. Chicago got a little one-dimensional. But on offense, they just basically took care of the ball. And who else but A.J. Brown would have that 40-yard touchdown catch. And uh, he's now caught a touchdown in five straight games. But you know, the Bears, they did put together three fourth-quarter scoring drives. They came on like gangbusters, but they just kept squandering too many earlier scoring opportunities in that game. And if you think about Barkevius Mingo, picked up a first down on Chicago's fake punt at the start of the second quarter. Well, four plays later, they had to punt. <laughs> but the Bears, I thought, got an okay performance out of Foles. By the way, 52 passing attempts. Um, Roquan Smith, a guy who I wanted the Raiders to draft, he's playing really well. Um, but still, Tennessee was able to squeak that one out over the Bears. Baltimore 24-10 over Indianapolis. Philip Rivers made one of the more hilarious tackle attempts you'll ever see. Chuck Clark. Um, Marcus Peters, there he is out of Oakland. But Chuck Clark, on a loose ball, picked it up and went 65 yards for a uh, Ravens touchdown. And uh, here's what <clears throat> Philip Rivers laying on his back, flailing. And it reminded me, speaking of Dan Marino, one time I saw Dan Marino throw a pick in his last year, and he ran over to the sideline, and he just kind of chipped the guy on the shoulder. He's like, I'm not getting in front of you. That was the worst I've ever seen. But this was one I picked. I said this was my upset special. I don't know, actually, maybe it wasn't an upset, but I figured maybe the, the Ravens would be favored. But here's the thing. Phillip Rivers was not good in that game at all. But the defense did everything in that game. But if the Colts are going to make the playoffs, the offense needs to help the defense. Because the Ravens, what what were their what was their offense doing? They didn't even show up. And as I said, Chuck Clark, Marcus Peters, controversial interception as well. But uh, not too shabby. All right, let's go to Vince, who's out in Lafayette, California. What's going on, Vince? All right, I want to talk a little bit about the Sharks. I reading through their web pages and you know, and also related articles, but. The goalie they got from Russia, which they signed, you know, to a minor league deal, they're extremely high on him. He's supposed to be a really, really good goalie, and he's supposed to be the heir apparent, I guess, for they want to put him in the minors just for one year and then bring him up. So here's my question. The, the, the goalie they got from Minnesota, he's the older guy where Minnesota's paying half the salary. Let's say he plays pretty good, you know, not, not like Patrick Waugh, but, you know, much better than Jones. 
do you make the other guy a backup and bring up the Russian guy and then cut Jones and just eat the salary for the next three years? Or do you think they're going to, you know, uh, keep Jones around? Because I don't even think Jones could play as a backup. I just think he's so terrible. You're not a fan of uh, MJ, are you? No, I mean, I'm just looking at the stats. He's the worst goalie stat-wise for the amount of goals, shots per allowed in. He's the worst goalie in the NHL two years in a row. It's not, I mean, that's just the stats. No, I mean, I hear you. Defense. Look, he was not good, and I, I'm not saying he wasn't, but let me just see. This year, he'll make $6 million. Next year, he'll make $5.5 million. The year after that, he'll make $5 million. And then the 23-24 season, he'll make $4.5 million. So you're looking right. at about $21 million still left there. All right, how about if you were the goalie? Would they keep you as the goalie, or would they replace you? <laughs> well, this that's, is the thing. I mean, that's a question. It, it's, it, but, but, Vince, it's one thing if the guy was never any good. He played like an all-star when the Sharks went to the Stanley Cup Finals. So they feel, and remember, he was very good with the Kings when Jonathan Quick got hurt. So they feel that this guy has the talent um, and that it'll come back, and they have so much money invested in him, I think they kind of have to give him another year just to see, don't you? Well, I think they'll give him this year. I agree with you that, but after this year is up is what I'm saying is, let's say that, that goalie they got from Minnesota plays pretty good, so he's the starter with Jones being a backup. Yeah, and, and then Jones is the backup, and he stinks. All right? Then you had that Russian goalie that you want to bring up. That, that's, you're going to have to make a decision. Do you keep Jones? Or you just eat the final three years of the contract. I mean, one thing about Jones, and you, you can look at the stats and, and you'll see what I'm saying, is every year he's played for the Sharks, he's gotten worse. Every year. He's not gotten better. It's not like, you know, he had one bad year or two bad years. It's, he's progressively gotten worse. And, and, it's, and it's acceleration pace. So, I mean, after this year, if he gets worse, which I think he will, they're going to have to either, you know, I think they're going to have to cut him and eat the contract. Now, this is, think, uh, by the way, i got to run to a break, but you're talking about Alexei Melnichuk, 21 years old. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, the one that they signed from Russia. I couldn't pronounce his name. Yeah, St. Petersburg. They, yeah, would, Alexei Melnichuk, yeah, uh, 21 years old. Hey, Vince, i got to run, man. Yeah. Thanks for a little hockey talk. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Planet. to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 
That's 800-603-0885. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426-2301. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. All right, coming up in about eh, 15 minutes, Derek Fisher will join us. And um, your calls the rest of the way, 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, there are certain times <clears throat> in sports where you just get beat by a better athlete. It happens. And I look at Dalvin Cook, who was so fantastic at Florida State, and he got that terrible injury as a rookie, and now he's coming into his own. But when he ran for that 70-yard touchdown uh, in Minnesota against the Lions on Sunday, what are you going to do? I mean, sometimes these guys will just break off the old long TD run. Aha, but wait. The Lions only had 10 guys on the field. 10 guys on defense. Is that enough to tackle a guy? Usually. But it just shows an ineptitude from your coaching staff. And their head coach was a defensive coordinator in New England, Matt Patricia. So, 10 guys on the field, and the other team takes advantage of it in a big way. Makes you look pretty stupid, 
and lame. All right, we have another hour together. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. U.S. Attorney William Barr has told federal prosecutors across the country to pursue substantial allegations of voting irregularities in a memo leaked to the Associated Press. He says, I authorize you to pursue substantial allegations of voting and vote tabulation irregularities prior to the certification of elections in your jurisdictions. The memo was sent to U.S. Attorneys, Assistant Attorneys General for the Criminal Division, Civil Rights Division, National Security Division, and the Director of the FBI. President Trump fired Defense Secretary Mark Esper on Monday. The president wrote that he has appointed Christopher C. Miller, whom he described as highly respected director of the National Counterterrorism Center, to be the acting defense secretary. Two White House officials said later on Monday that Mr. Trump was not finished and that Christopher Wray, the FBI director, and Gina Haspel, the CIA director, could be next in line to be fired. Democrats said it was a volatile move. USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. You guys, your customer service and everything, you guys are great. And the commercials talk about it, but I don't know if it really gives it true justice. People need to know this is maybe the most amazing product I've ever tried. It's so pure, it tastes so good, I'm just blown away by it. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. You've heard me talking about my pillow for three years, folks. It's the truth. I get the best sleep of my life with a my pillow. You can do it too. 60 day money back guarantee, 10 year warranty made in the USA. You'll sleep well or you'll get your money back. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA, get two my pillow premium pillows for the price of one, or call 1 800 951 8175. Get the best sleep of your life and do it now. Hurting Americans being forced not to work by government demands continue to wonder where is the stimulus money. USA Radio News' Tim Berg explains. Now that the election is over and votes are continuing to be counted across the country, Congress can get back to work and there is a sense of urgency to get another stimulus package done by the end of the year. As far as what sort of package we will see, Republican Congressman Andy Biggs of Arizona believes... You might get something out. Um, I would suspect it's going to be narrower than uh, Speaker Pelosi wants, which is still about $2.5 trillion. I think it's going to probably be closer to... Um, uh, several hundred billion dollars that go to PPP and uh, EIDL loans. I think that's probably where you're going to end up. Congressman Biggs speaking on Fox 10 in Phoenix, Arizona. The PPP and EDL loans are meant to help small businesses stay afloat during the pandemic. From the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. You're listening to USA Radio News. 
Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. The Southeastern Conference in college football has COVID-19 issues. USA Radio News' Dan Naraki explains. Saturday's football game between Auburn and Mississippi State has been postponed as the Bulldogs deal with an outbreak of COVID-19 cases. According to Mississippi State's athletic director, a number of positive tests and players quarantining as close contacts have left the team without the required 53 scholarship players the Southeastern Conference has set for a game to be played. The game will be rescheduled for December 12th. The Bulldogs aren't the only SEC team dealing with the virus. Texas A&M has shut down their practice facility after several positive tests. And LSU confirmed multiple positive tests this past weekend, putting their game this Saturday against Alabama in jeopardy. From the USA News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. The SEC has 14 teams, including Florida, Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and Missouri in the east. Alabama, LSU, Auburn, Texas A&M, Mississippi State, Arkansas, and Mississippi in the West. Monday Night Football saw the Patriots visiting the New York Jets. Cam's going to keep it. Newton's trying to get there, and they're going to give it to him. Touchdown, Cam Newton. It came down to a 51-yard field goal from former Jet Nick Folk with no time left on the clock to give the Patriots the win, 30-27. to Given the kind of season it's been for Bill Belichick's squad, a victory is a victory regardless of the optics. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. that and uh, welcome back to the show rick tittle with you 1-800-878-PLAY eric fisher's coming up on the other side actually he might run a little late so we'll see but uh, definitely trying to get him in this hour head coach of the los angeles sparks in the wnba but if you think about getting five rings with the lakers and playing for the warriors and the jazz and the thunder and the mavericks 
you go to college. <clears throat> That's what I thought of, and my thinking was, I don't know. Because nothing rang a bell, and I was like, was he, he wasn't in the Pac-10, he wasn't was he down south somewhere. Went to the University of Arkansas, Little Rock. Yeah. How about that? Little Rock, Arkansas. Little Rock. I'm not talking about the Razorbacks. I'm talking about the Little Rock Trojans that play in the Sun Belt. That's not bad. And he was Sun Belt Player of the Year when he was there. But um, he was the all-time NBA record holder in NFL, NFL, NBA playoff games until LeBron just passed him. I think if you think about his greatest moment ever, it was that buzzer beater in Game Five of the Finals or the Semifinals against the Spurs. NBA had it as their 18th greatest moment in NBA history. I'm 19th, by the way. No, but anyway, Derek Fisher's coming up next. Big shout out to our troops listening both home and abroad on American Forces Radio Network. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're also on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app as well. We stream through sportsbyline.com. Go there, click listen live, and he emails rick at sportsbyline.com. Go there. Oh. And that email address, rick at sportsbyline.com. Yeah. Uh, send me all your junk mail. And apparently I've been uh, inheriting money in Africa. I didn't realize I had a lot of relatives there. I'm sorry they passed away, but apparently they left me a lot of gold. Just have to give my bank account number and it'll be transferred. Aha, suckers. All right, Derek Fish coming up. Come on back. Right now, the Home Depot is home of smart home gifts for smart home gift givers, like the Google Nest Video Doorbell, the Google Nest Hub, or Google Nest Mini in both charcoal and chalk. Plus, right now, get free two-day shipping on any smart home gift purchases over 45 bucks. The top names in smart home have the best name in home improvement. That's smart gift giving. Improved. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only. See store for details. The spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast-to-coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show five-time NBA champion and coach of the Sparks, Derek Fisher, and uh, he is here on behalf of USAA's Veterans Day hashtag honor through action challenge. And uh, Derek, thanks for being on the show. This is when I talk about the military. This has um, uh, it means a lot to you, and it's a it's a family thing too, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. We have uh, several members of my family personally that are veterans and in the military, and uh, my dad in particular, John, uh, who that's who I'm celebrating specifically. Um, you know, this Veterans Day, and um, just a, you know. I'm thankful for his service and the service of all. I mean, we have nearly 18 million uh, living U.S. military veterans. And uh, so just USAA is just encouraging all of us to step up and show our support for all of them. And, um, you know, that's what this challenge is all about. So I'm just excited for the opportunity uh, to participate and appreciate you taking some time to visit with me. Yes, to participate in the challenge, draw the letter V for veterans with the initials of the veterans in your life that you'd like to celebrate on the palm of your hand. Take a picture, and then on social media, as I mentioned, hashtag honor through action. And I think it's important to point out, too, Derek, that USAA has opened it up to all ranks because I've always been a USAA member because my dad was a Navy officer, but... I think it's really cool for the enlisted men and women to get in and on these great benefits as well. That's a huge thing that's not, no longer just officers and their families anymore. Yeah, no, that that is great, and I, you know, I think that it's it's wonderful that uh, that that separation can kind of be uh, broken through, and that it's it's more about you know bringing us together, and that's that's kind of what the challenge does, right? Like by encouraging. Uh, all of us to, to to draw that letter and just to have some fun with it, you know, with it, drawing the letter, doing the initials. Um, you know, there are those of 
you know, like we have five or six veterans in our family, um, you know, so you could have one, two, three, four, five sets of initials. Um, but just trying to do fun and engaging things for people, we know the power of social media. Uh, and so we feel like the, the Honor Through Action Challenge can be something that is fun and, again, just encourages more of us to come together uh, as opposed to being separated. Um, I'm a lifelong Warrior fan, and with your time with the Warriors, I want to say, was that um, – how many coaches did you have? Was that Mike Montgomery era? Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike Montgomery era. When you look at those Warriors as compared to the Warriors now at the new arena and they have three rings, it's, it's, is it almost two completely different franchises to you? Because the fan base is the same, but – you know, for 40 years, we were waiting around for another champion. It took a while. Yeah, no, it, it, it's a, a, a great way to pose the question. I think it, it, it is the fan base was, was always there for us, supported us um, every night. That has been consistent throughout. Um, I, I, it is a different organization than the one I was a part of. Uh, there's different ownership, different management, um, and you know, any successful group organization, uh, obviously, you know, the military, like it starts with uh, the, the right type of leadership at the top. And then there has to be an alignment in that vision uh, for how to create success that flows from top to bottom. And I, I think the Warriors over the years, they were able to find the, the, and, and bring in the right ownership group uh, to go out and find the right leaders, the right coaches, and then and you're, and you're bringing in the right players. Uh, and those players have to come in and work their butts off to get better. Uh, they, you know, no NBA player shows up ready from day one. Uh, so guys like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and, and Draymond, and they all came in and, and their work ethic was insane, and, and they all got better, and that led to Warriors championships. And I want to ask you about, I mean, if the Warriors didn't pick Steph Curry, the next pick was the Knicks, and he wanted to go to the Knicks, and I don't blame him at the time. But the Knicks, and you coached there for a few years, just not that long ago. What, what's it going to take for them to get back where they feel they belong at the Garden? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's not a bad thing. You know, Tom Thibodeau is, is a great basketball coach. Um, I think that's going to help a lot because he, he is a stable figure. Uh, he's well-respected in terms of his knowledge of the game and, and his work ethic and commitment. Um, but I, I do think it, ha- it has to, the, the entire organization has to have a level of stability um, and collaboration and innovation going on throughout it. And sometimes it's harder for the Knicks because it is, the, the Knicks are just one part of Madison Square Garden company. Uh, it's a big, large, publicly traded company. Uh, and so sometimes it, the Knicks are treated more like in, uh, a part of the, the parent company as opposed to a, you know, a, a very specific privately owned basketball sports organization. And so sometimes that influences the decision making. And those are the things that I think, in addition to having great coaches and great players, if, if, if leadership and organization and the type of people that are working there uh, if it's not all together and everybody working, you know, in, in, in alignment, it's still going to be tough. Like what happens off the court does have some impact on what's going on on the court. You can't separate the two. Uh, and so th- those are just some of my thoughts. 
Great stuff. And last question for you. I had uh, Shanae Ogbumuke on the show a couple weeks ago, and she said after watching the Lakers and the Dodgers, she said it's time for the Sparks to bring it home to Los Angeles. What do you think? I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely, uh, you know, really excited and, and happy for the city and, you know, the Lakers and Dodgers getting it done and just getting that championship energy brought back to the city. Uh, we really needed it. You know, I think, you know, losing Kobe in, in early in, in the year in January um, left a mark on the city and, and, and uh, around the entire sports world. And so with everything that has gone on, I think just some positive uh, energy and, and, and things to feel good about for people in, in the Southern California community is a good thing. And uh, definitely hoping the Sparks get, a, get an opportunity to, to come back next year and, and get that title in 2021. That's Derek Fisher. Once again, USAA.com slash Veterans Day. Check it out. Hashtag honor through action. Derek, thanks for your time. Best of luck, and uh, we'll catch up down the road, man. Okay, thank you, guys. Appreciate the time. All right. And, um, and by the way, you know, it's. I remember I had a friend who, when I was in college, I had USAA, and he's like, how do I get that? And I said, uh, was your dad in the military? He's like, yeah, he was in the Army. And I go, well, you should be able to get it. I go, I'll ask my dad. And he's like, uh, it's only for officers and their family. He's like, what? It's USAA, boom, 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 boom. I said, all those commercials are just for officers? He's like, yeah. Now, just now, this year, everybody, privates, corporals, lance corporals, Staff sergeant, everyone that is, uh, and then you think about seamen and and petty officers and chief petty officers and airmen and whatever branch you're with, if you are enlisted, you're an E1, E2, E3, E4, E5, E6, you're all welcome. And I would definitely take advantage of USAA. So check it out, USAA.com. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Open lines the rest of the way. So let's talk some sports on titillating sports. the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877 877- 
I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. is a majestic stallion. Why, thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> Let's go to the phone lines, and we got my main homie down there in the Lone Star State, Christian in Houston. What is up? Nothing much, Mr. Tittle. Good late morning to you, and good afternoon to the rest of the country. <laughs> But still, I got, like, a couple of things to add. First of all, when it comes down to the NFL, obviously now they're trying to, you know, do away with the usual 12-team playoff. They have now a 14-team playoff in place, but they want to do a 16-team playoff in case some weeks get thrown off due to COVID-19. But considering the fact that we already have one major sports league do an experimental playoff scheduling with the Major League Baseball playoffs doing a 3-5-7-7 format, how do you think that the NFL 16-team single elimination format will do 
as far as making football more exciting compared to what baseball done. Well, it's just more playoffs is is what it is and it's two fan bases it's more than two fan bases that will be excited because there will be other teams that think they have a shot um and the thing about baseball taking 16 teams is more than half the league in the nfl it's exactly half and i don't think that i mean obviously it would be great if you would just say the National League winner plays the American League winner, and then there's no playoffs and you have a World Series. But in football, if you take half the teams, yeah, you'll get some schmucks in there, but at least, you know, 12 will be good teams, and then the other four will be okay teams. But it's just more more playoffs, more fun, and I'm fine with it. I mean, basically what you're saying is some 8-8 eight and eight teams, some 7-9 and nine teams, maybe even a 6-10 and 10 team or two would probably be best suited for the 16-team format. Well, I don't know about every year, but this year we're definitely going to have a real schmuck that's going to win the NFC East, but that's, <laughs> that's not as often as we think. Uh, of course, the NFC East is just... <sighs> It's just least. Right Let's just say that. <laughs> How about your Texans getting back in the winning column? Eh, I really don't. I mean, I really <laughs> did not care. I really did not care because it's only their second win out of how many, many, however many weeks it is. Like, what, eight, nine? Okay. Not like they're going to make the playoffs. They're just building for the future and hoping that okay. J.J. will part of that future. All right. So not exciting. I got you. Still, I'm more focused about the fact that the Rockets hired Steven Silas. I mean, that's what I'm more uh, focused about. James Harden didn't like that. Uh, I mean, I just hope that he changes his mind because I just listened to a podcast that featured former Rockets forward, now television analyst, Matt Bullard. And according to Bullard, Steven Silas is a very likable guy, kind of like how Rudy T was. He, listen, he has gotten glowing reviews, but for whatever reason, uh, Harden wanted Ty Lue or somebody else, I forgot. But um, what about the rumors that they are going to trade Harden? Because I think that is pretty laughable. I hope those rumors don't come true, especially if it means them going to Philadelphia because the mm. last thing Rockets need to be in this win-now mode is in rebuild mode. And if it, So if are, you, are you upset with Maury not being there anymore? I mean, even though he got China mad, uh, he still uh, built a winning, helped to build a winning franchise there. Um... I'm kind of in mixed reviews when it comes down to that because on one hand, you know, Daryl Moore, he helped the Rockets at least be relevant for a decade plus. But on the other hand, it didn't lead to any championships. It led to a Western Conference Finals exit a couple of times. It led to them barely reaching the second round, and it led to them in one year getting swept out the first round. By Golden State. So it didn't I, really I like the fact that he said, well, whatever it was, four years ago, three years ago, 
I'm building a team to beat Golden State in the playoffs. That's what this is all about. And he basically just told everybody. And I don't know, in a way, I kind of admired that. Yeah, I mean, I kind of admire it, too. But it didn't really lead to anything. I mean... Well, you can look at the coaching staff. I mean, look at D'Antoni and look... I mean, there were times when... What what was the game where you guys missed 27 three-pointers in a row? And there were times when... The Western you know, Conference had that, in, like, 2017 yeah. or 18. I think it was 18. And... Harden had that great block in the playoffs this year, but for the most part, he's not super interested in defense. And I'd be okay with it. If a guy scores 39 points a game, he doesn't, I mean, he can't just stand there, but he doesn't have to be, you know, Bruce Bowen on defense either. So, I mean, do you think that Daryl Morey gave his head coaches enough talent to win a championship? He tried, but it didn't lead to anywhere. But is that his fault, or is that the coach's fault, or the player's fault, or all of them together? Everybody got to take the blame on that. So it's everybody's fault. I agree. And uh, one more thing. One more thing I want to ask. With the new president in place, obviously, President-elect Joe Biden is going to be taking over in January. Do you think that, you know, sports, in this country, especially with the World Cup coming up in like six years and another Olympic cycle supposed to happen in 2028 in Los Angeles. But do you think that sports will change up with a new president in office? I know those people that come on before you don't want to hear me ask that, but still. Well, listen, there's no doubt that President Trump not care for the NBA and there's also uh, I mean look at his tweets he called people in the NFL who didn't kneel sons of bitches who should be fired mm-hmm. he caused a guy like Steve Kerr to speak out and you know not go to the White House and then when a college football team did go to the White House he gave them Burger King and Chick-fil-A I think yeah, I think I think whoever it was whether it was going to be a new Republican or a new Democrat, I don't think it's a political thing. I mean, Ronald Reagan and Gerald Ford played football in Michigan. You know, George Bush throwing out the first pitch after 9-11. I think whoever we were going to get, it was going to be better for the sports world, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I do think that. But considering the fact that the entire spotlight of the sports world is going to be focused in some way, shape, or form over probably the next decade on the U.S., I mean, it would make sense for, you know, some help from the federal government just to try and get the ball going and make sports at least relevant and not really a presidential punchline. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, they're never going to get any federal funding. You can talk about, you know, getting their uh, some breaks when it comes to, uh, you know, some of their financials. But, I mean, you had President Trump tweeting about NASCAR. I mean, he was always involved, and he was obsessed with ratings. And that was the way, in his mind, the way that he could insult you the most, out of sight of calling you these third-grade nicknames, is to talk about NFL ratings are down, NASCAR ratings are down, 
NBA ratings are down. That was his really. That was his way of cutting you. He thought that would really cut you deep because that had to do with finances. You know, he's all about money. He's a businessman. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, while a lot of people, I mean, there are 70 million people that voted for him. So a lot of people wanted him back. But I think for most people who are professional athletes, not all of them, but I think most of them probably want somebody else. I mean, yeah, well, I, now he's canceled. So the only ratings he's going to be worrying about is who's going to be watching his post-presidential autobiography. <laughs> I wonder if he'll get a library. You think he'll have a Trump library? No, the rich don't care about libraries. They barely even care about reading. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, listen, uh, Christian, thanks for the call, man. Always appreciate your input. Hey, thanks for having me on as always, and I will talk to you on social media at Rick Tittle. All right. Thank you for that. And look, if you're a big Trump supporter, I mean, look, you, you, you've seen the tweets. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I'm not trying to bash or praise anybody, but um, the professional athlete, and especially the professional black athlete, I don't think he was a big fan. I'm just taking a guess there. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. I got some more Houston news on the other side. See better, drive safer month at O'Reilly Auto Parts with great deals on wiper blades, headlight bulbs, windshield washer fluid, and more. Get a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of select Sylvania bulbs, plus earn double O rewards points. Get ready for the weather ahead during See Better, Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Cleanings, checkups, and cavities? Have Dr. Chang's dental practice at capacity. Patient in room one is getting a root canal. The x-rays in room two are going to have to wait. We're down to one hygienist. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499 Again, that's 800-516-2499 Paid for by Final Expense Direct 
Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. You talking to me? You talking to me? Tittle can usually be found at He Baby Mama House. Thanks for that. And lines are available 1 800 878 Play. <clears throat> Got a little Astros news that you might have heard over the weekend, but we didn't touch on it because my power went out. But there are a couple more games in the NFL I want to wrap up talking about. How about Miami over Arizona? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That wasn't supposed to happen. Going to the desert and the Cardinals flying high like red birds. But Tagovailoa led the Dolphins to 10 unanswered points in the fourth quarter. Comeback victory. Had a huge run on a second and four for 17 yards. Game-tying touchdown pass to Mac Hollins, who... But hats off to Brian Flores for trusting his kicker on a fourth and one with the score tied. 3.30 left. Kid Sanders, 50-yard field goal, was the game winner. And then the defense deserves credit for... Fumble return for a touchdown, a fourth and one stop of Chase Edmonds with five minutes left. I mean, it was a complete team victory from, <clears throat> honestly, the most surprising team in football with zero run game. <laughs> but the Cardinals, ouch, tough day for Cliff Kingsbury. And it's it's hard to question these fourth and one decisions, but I, I just, I hate them. I really do. And you can think about Kyler Murray, who ran for 106 yards, the most he's ever run. But, you know, Zane Gonzalez, who was so good for Arizona State right there in that town, 49-yard field goal fell short at the two-minute warning. Can't hit a 49-yarder. I mean, I can see missing left or right. It's short? <clears throat> I think Arizona missed Kenyon Drake, too, but still, it was a really good game. If you didn't care who won. Well, actually, it's a really good game if you're in Miami. Really, really good. Uh, a couple more here in New Orleans over Tampa Bay. And who says you can't beat Tom Brady and the Bucks twice in one year? Well, they didn't just do that on Sunday night. Sean Payton and company steamrolled Bruce Arians' squad. 
Because for all the talk about Brady and his innumerable weapons, it was Peyton's offense that looked flawless. Breeze was awesome. And the defense was superb. If you're given upgrades, the Saints get an A-plus for a 38-3 victory over Tampa Bay. Now, I did mention that Tampa Bay sent the all-time record for five carries in a game, and one of them was a kneel down by Gabbert. When you're losing by 35 and you kneel down, that is a capitulation sensation, France. A white flag. Because that kneel down counted as a rush for minus one. But hey, Antonio Brown, you can still catch a football. How about that? <clears throat> well, in front of a national crowd on Sunday night, not that great. And then last night, I was looking at scores, and I saw at the end of the game that the Jets were winning. What? And I thought, listen, I picked the Jets to lose because I'm not picking an 0-8 team, even though New England had a four-game losing streak. I thought it would be ugly, and this was ugly, but it was going to be really ugly if they lost. 27-17, and the reason the Jets were winning is because Sam Darnold was not playing. It was the ancient Joe Flacco. The Patriots got a couple of catch plays from Jacoby Myers. Not Jacoby and Myers. That's the law firm. How about that? Jacoby Myers, 169 yards receiving. Damian Harris ran for 71. Rex Burkhead ran for 56 and a touchdown. And Nick Folk hit the 51-yard field goal as time expired. But as I say, Joe Flacco can still play. You know, he threw for 262 yards and three touchdown passes. And he went deep. Early and often, Shard Perryman, uh, and this, listen, Perryman, Mims, Crowder, they were all healthy. They were all making plays. But uh, the only upside in this loss is that if you want to tank for Trevor, uh, Trevor is still your guy. <clears throat> all right. Now, let's go back to Houston. Something that I did not see coming is Jeff Luno, the former... GM of the Houston Astros, and I've told the story many times about how he sat in my A's pregame booth with me and did the show one September when they were the Astros. He was a very approachable guy, a guy who worked for a startup in Emeryville, California, he used to go to the Coliseum and sit in the bleachers. And... But he turned St. Louis's whole minor league around, kind of like what John Baker's going to do now in Pittsburgh, how about that, and then got hired be the GM in Houston, and he took the long-term approach. We're going to suck for a while, but we're going to win. And the guy in SI who's been on my show twice, I predicted it. Remember me? Well, he's followed a lot, filed a lawsuit against the Astros. He says that Jim Crane, the owner, and MLB commissioner Rob Manfred, made him the scapegoat for the organization for the Stein ceiling scandal. <clears throat> and in the lawsuit, Luno claims the investigation was not much of an investigation, but what he called a negotiation resolution that enabled the team to keep its 2017 World Series championship went to great lengths to publicly exonerate Crane and scapegoated Luno for a sign-stealing scandal that he had no knowledge of and played no part in. Now, it is true that Manfred did go to great lengths to exonerate one of his 30 employers, Jim Crane, the guy that I have had cocktails with. I like the guy. But anyway, the very first paragraph in Manfred's nine-page report detailing the investigation 
said that Crane was unaware of the scheme. And now so Luno has this uphill battle convincing that anyone convincing anyone that he had no knowledge of it. Now, among other things <clears throat> about saying he was made aware of the Stein-stealing algorithm in 2016. Here's some more from the lawsuit. Quote, the commissioner vetted potential penalties with Crane and the two exchanged a series of proposals. Those negotiations proved beneficial to Crane and the Astros. The commissioners allowed the Astros to keep their 2017 World Series championship, imposed a $5 million fine, a fraction of the revenues Crane had reaped as part of the team's recent success, and took away four draft picks. He also issued a blanket vindication of Crane, absolving him of any responsibility for failing to supervise his club. Moreover, Crane and the Astros were assured of fielding a contending team in 2020, the team that advanced to the American League Championship Series for the fourth straight year, because the commissioner did not suspend or penalize any of the players who were directly involved in the scandal. End quote. Now, Luno, <clears throat> we were talking about him a couple weeks ago because he did a TV interview where he was claiming innocence. He said, quote, I didn't know we were cheating. I had no idea I wasn't involved. And then Manford responded by saying MLB's investigation revealed direct testimony of Luno's involvement. And then Manfred warned all 30 teams that the GM will always be held responsible for sign-stealing infractions. Well, <clears throat> those are two completely different things. One is, hey, it came under your watch. You know, it's like a um, somebody at your, you know, you're the CEO of your company. There's some sort of sex or racist, you know, anti-Semitic scandal, and he had nothing to do with it, but he resigns because he was in charge. It's like a captain going down with a ship. You know, he was asleep when they hit the iceberg, but he's got to take responsibility for it, which kind of sucks, but it's traditional. But when Manfred said direct testimony, what he's talking about is when once he gave the clearance um, to the players to say, look, you will not be charged with anything if you just tell me what happened. One of them, at least, said, oh yeah, Luna knew. The, the viability of the lawsuit, as always, is unclear. And I don't think Madfred is going to want to be deposed under oath about their investigation so this could facilitate a settlement. The, the lawsuit could also be dismissed entirely if Luno's claims prove unconvincing. But it's going to go into court. Look, the, earlier this year when MLB suspended Luno and, and A.J. Hinch, as far as the scandal's concern, Crane then fired both. And yes, the $5 million fine, the first and second round picks, consecutive drafts, you know, the five million is the most under the MLB Constitution, written by Thomas Jefferson in 1778. But still, um, no players were suspended because they got the immunity. You are immune. I think the timing is weird though, because Luno has been connected to a lot of front office openings, including the Angels. And suing the Astros would not seem to bode well for his chances to returning the game, returning to the game. I think we're going to hire Luno. He's suing his former boss. Oh, wait. Ugh, maybe not. I kind of thought he would wait till he got a job, and then if he thought felt hard done by, then he could try and get it back. But this is just, it's just more ugliness that shines upon that year. Um, keep in mind, 
when Alex Rodriguez sued everyone in sight, when he got suspended for basically the whole year, he sued Major League Baseball, he sued the union, he sued the commissioner, he sued the Yankees. He did everything, and he's still heavily involved in the sport. Now, Luno, who's 53 years old, um, he joined the Astros in 2011, in December, in the offseason. The lawsuit said he signed a multi-year contract extension in 2018 that guaranteed him more than $31 million and included performance and profit-sharing bonuses. So Luno says the breach of contract, in other words, by getting fired for no reason, cost him 22 mil in compensation. That means not just contractual, but performance. You know, the team did well. And then profit sharing. He talked about all the money. I just remember when the Giants won the World Series, they actually had this little bowling alley down by the ballpark that they turned into a clothing store, and the line for people to buy hoodies was around the block. If you want to know how many fans are in Northern California, Giants fans blow away Niners, Raiders. I don't know about Warriors, but I would probably say for sure, because a lot of Warrior fans are just newly on board. There were a lot of dinosaur Giants fans that were sleeping Giants. I've never seen more people who wanted to get in on the Giants. They, ha- they just have the most fans. They just do. They got a 10-year head start on the A's. And even though the A's were way more successful, the Giants are now way more successful, at least recently. So you think about how much money they got. I can only imagine in Houston, people coming out of the woodwork, oh, I always loved the Astros. <laughs> you did? Oh, I stuck with them through all those Robbie Grossman years. There you did. But anyway, you want to hire Luno? Comes with lawyers <laughs> with him to the interview. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and we'll come on back on Sports Byline. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching? Who's watching me? Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 
800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Sometimes when I'm driving on the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. Right. Well, I have to to go now, Dwayne, because I'm due back on the planet Earth. Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. A couple of minutes left in the show, and uh, sorry to let everybody know that uh, Tom Heinsohn passed away today at the age of 86. Tommy Heinsohn, Mr. Boston Celtics. I mean, he was a great player there in the 50s. He played there for about a decade. His whole career, this guy was a scoring machine back in the day, a six-time all-star. But, you know, he was a huge part of that dynasty. We always talk about Bill Russell and Bob Cousy, but the guy who was doing all the scoring from uh, the corner was Tommy Heinsohn. And his number 15 jersey hangs from the rafters there in Boston. And then uh, Red Auerbach, offered him the head coaching job 
1966. Um, but uh, Tom Heinsohn said, I can't do it because Bill Russell would never play for me. And so then Russell was named player coach. And then when he retired, then Tommy Heinsohn took over. So then he was a coach for about a decade with the Celtics. And he won coach of the year in 71. They won the championship in 74 and 76. And that's when I was a kid. And that was all about John Havlicek back then. But um, then he was on uh, TV from the 70s. And he with Mike Gorman were two of the longest continuing on-air duos, I think, in the history of professional sports. So anyway, big loss uh, the NBA, especially in Boston today. Thoughts and prayers, as we say, to his family, 86 years old. I'm Rick Tindall. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for another edition of the show at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.